Here we are from hookie to nookie. Yo, all day. I did it all <laughs> for that hookie. Yeah. Hey, real quick, uh-huh. big shout out to S Bob, the only Z fan of the A to Z fandom. Mm-hmm. Love you, buddy. Way to be. Keep it up. Keep that dick tight. You're just doing that right out of the gate? Yeah. I mean, I got to throw it out to him. I want to see if I can get other guys to argue about who's the biggest Z fan. Mm. I think it's going to be S Bob. I mean, he's got a good head start on everybody. Possibly Ringwald. We'll see. I think it's S Bob, though. It's definitely not me. S Bob is the only person I've ever heard be like, "Can I get more Zach in my life?" That would be awesome. <laughs> no one's ever said that before. My mother left me for God's sakes, and he's like, "Yeah, let me get more of that." So S Bob's junior mom is what you're saying? Fuck yeah, I'm gonna call him mommy all day. All mommy right. Bob, <laughs> mommy Bob. It sounds like a fucking Bob Marley song. Mommy Bob, come in here, legalize it. It's a new record, I think. We went off the rails pretty quick there. <laughs> Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, what a day. Was it? Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not going to, like, sit here and bitch about my work day. No one's going to listen to that shit. But, yeah, it's, you know, it's been a day. We've also uh, been a while since we recorded. So. Yeah, a couple weeks, yeah. Had a nice night a couple weeks ago for the notary's birthday. Yeah, definitely. That was a fun time. I think so. She enjoyed having you. She's such a doll of a woman. Yeah. Love her. I got great parents. She was also not afraid to just keep taking beers. Yeah. <laughs> I just kept buying that woman beers. <laughs> Like, she wasn't driving, so we're, we're all good. Exactly. Like, I mean, me and Emma even showed up a little late because mm-hmm. I felt guilty. <laughs> I was going to just stay home because I didn't really feel that great that day. And then I had a couple beers and I was like, oh, I feel shitty for not going. Like, fuck it. Let's just go. Who cares? <laughs> Went down to the uh, the old Regal Beagle. Yeah. Had some beers. Emma and your dad had a height off because he didn't believe that she was that tall. Yeah. So they had to stand up to prove it. <laughs> And I'm sitting there, the shortest one at the table. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> Felt like fucking Gimli in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you have to toss me. Don't tell the elf. I, I come from good stock. Like, we're all pretty tall family. You're definitely tall. I'll, I'll give you that. I'm the shortest one in my family. Really? Between like my dad and my little brother. Wow. Because my dad's... He's, you got the nephew still there right now, right? That is true, but he'll, he'll probably be tall as fuck, too. Okay. Because my dad is like... I think he's six one. And I'm, like, just shy of six feet. And then Nathan's about 6'2". Oh, okay. So he's my little brother, but he's taller than me. And for a while there, he thought that meant, like, he could bully me around. And I'm like, motherfucker, I taught you everything you know about fighting. Like, (laughs) I'll still put you down, kiddo. Everything he knows, but not everything you know. Exactly. That's how you do it. (laughs) Make sure they know. Like, I mean, it's it's the whole thing I always talk about where, like, the one dude on this planet who I'm afraid of is my dad. Because mm-hmm. I know my dad will fuck me up. Because he taught me everything I know about fighting. I know he didn't teach me everything. Yeah. There's no fucking way. Why would he? And it's the same thing with his dad. His dad taught him <laughs> everything he knew about fighting. His dad was a Silver Gloves champ in the Marine Corps in World War II. He didn't learn all the tricks. I can guarantee that. Because <laughs> he was always ready to fucking go. It's kind of sad, though. You're losing a little bit each time, each generation. And yet still... Can take just about anybody, so it's all right. I mean, not me. I don't fight. Yeah. I'm a very chill, calm dude. I really get that. You know, it emanates off you. Yeah. Like, I've, I've never once ever escalated a thing. Yeah. Not even like, in a threatening manner. Like it's... I was like, hey, everybody, let's calm down. Yeah. See, that's the biggest problem is that my voice just kind of sounds threatening. Mm. My natural speaking voice just sounds loud like I'm yelling. It kind of does. <laughs> so I can just be like, hey guys, let's calm down and have a beer. It sounds like, yeah, I fucking dare you to have that beer. <laughs> yeah. See what the fuck happens when you have that beer. <laughs> I had about six or seven beers before we got here. 
plus two Vegas bombs. Really? Yeah, so I'm at like eight eight beers and two two Vegas bombs. Should be a good episode. I'm looking forward to it. The first the first Vegas bomb I didn't like as much. Why is that? Well, he didn't shake it. He just did like he tried to do the normal way of like doing like a uh, almost like a uh, Irish car bomb. Oh, you didn't drop it in yourself. Yeah, but he already had it set in the like he had like a uh, what do you call a little like snifter glass? Not a snifter glass because that's the wide one. Like a little like rocks glass, and he put the shot glass in that, and then poured all of the liquor that is a Vegas bomb into the shot glass, and then just poured like a vague, like a uh, energy drink over it, yeah. so it didn't mix, so it, it didn't taste great. Then the second one was just mix and poured in, which I think is the better way to do Vegas bombs. And I don't think you should do that for all bombs. I think it's great for like an Irish car bomb or an Irish hand hand grenade. You sh- you should do the drop. Mm-hmm. But I think with Vegas bombs, you don't need to do the drop. You can just mix them. Like, just give it a shake, pour it over ice, and let's fucking go. My favorite drop drink, actually, is the root beer barrel. Oh, yeah. Those Those are fun. Those are a lot of fun. I don't know, man. I I still... I I love Irish car bombs. I'm always going to. Maybe it's because there's Guinness in it, but... Yeah, I was going to say it. That's probably something to do with it. Technically, it's a name I should be offended by, because, you know, the IRA actually set off car bombs, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But you'll never see the Irish complain about shit. <laughs> they're, they're too busy getting drunk and fighting each other. So do you stretch back to Northern Ireland or actual Ireland? Northern Ireland. Oh, really? Okay. Because yeah, well, I'm descended from uh, Vikings. There's mm. a lot of like Northern Euro- European in me. Okay. And if you trace my dad's bloodline back far enough, we're actually descended from uh, Leif Erikson. Mm. So that's where the Irish comes from, is that one of his you know bastard sons settled down there in Ireland and took you know fucking seven wives. Mm-hmm. There's just there's a lot of like Viking and warrior sailor genes in my uh, lineage, so I'm probably part like sheep as well. Like there's just a lot of fucking. Yeah, you never know what goes on in the ocean. Yeah, I'm a fucking mongrel. There's no like pure blood in me whatsoever. <laughs> you wouldn't think it by looking at me. Some might say no blood at all. I think you're just fueled by alcohol. Nah, it's just alcohol. Yeah, no. If if you cut me open and hold a lighter to it, it mm. will it will spark. Okay. Go off like a Roman candle. <laughs> But that's just the uh, the venereal diseases. That's all. Oh, all right. So you gotta burn out the uh, <laughs> the disease, the disease, the infection. But no, you know the difference between an Irish car bomb and the Irish hand grenade, right? I do not know. I see, don't know the, if I've ever had the hand grenade. Well, see, the Irish car bomb. You know, you drop the Bailey's and whiskey that's mixed together. You drop it in like a half pint of Guinness, and you slam those. Right. The Irish hand grenade is uh, you take the half pint... Well, it's a pint glass, but it's half filled with Guinness or any kind of Irish dark stout. And then you uh, have two shot glasses. One is Bailey's and one is like an Irish whiskey. I usually use Jameson. That's just me. Maybe I'm kind of a basic bitch. And you sort of like uh, lean them together at the end. So you pull the uh, whiskey shot glass out, which drops the Bailey's into the, the Guinness. And you do the shot of whiskey and then do the Baileys and Guinness. That's why it's the hand grenade, because you pulled one. Like, it's like pulling a handle off a... Uh. Pulling a needle out of a hand grenade or, or a pen. You gotta pull the needle out of Kurt Cobain and maybe we can get some better music. Mm. Before fucking Courtney Love kills him. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly my ass. That bitch is a murderer. I will say that on the air. We don't have any lawyers. They can't stop me. Courtney Love is a murderer. You guys watch the fucking show, or what was the documentary? Uh, Soaked in Bleach. Soaked in Bleach. Like, if you watch, did you watch Soaked in Bleach? Mm-hmm. It 
pretty much you know how in the tiger king you were watching that no i didn't watch that either you're missing out you need to watch tiger king okay <laughs> okay so let me do one that you wouldn't know so you remember the oj trial <laughs> yes i was around where it was like technically he was found not guilty but he 100 percent killed his wife Mm-hmm. It's that times like ten for Courtney Love, where which is like there wasn't even a trial, but it's like one hundred percent she had him killed, like absolutely. The amount of heroin in his bloodstream, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have been able to pull the trigger on the shotgun when he shot himself in the fucking mouth. Wow. So yeah, Courtney Love one hundred percent killed Kurt Cobain, and I'm a little torn on it because um, I liked Nirvana. Kurt Cobain was a little bit of a douchebag. He was kind of John Lennony. Yeah. And like he started like started smelling his own farts. He was getting that way, yeah. And then Dave Grohl came along and I'm gonna say this. It might start an argument. Foo Fighters is better than Nirvana though. Yeah, no fights over here. Hundred percent. Yeah. And I mean this might make the fan the not the fans. We can't call them fans. <laughs> the listeners might get mad about mm. this. Foo Fighters is better than Nirvana and Dave Grohl is more talented than Kurt Cobain was. He was the front man because he was pretty, and it was like the 90s, and they were just starting to learn. Like, all the boy bands and shit yeah. were getting popular. Well, and he was writing everything himself, <clears throat> too, so. Dave Grohl was writing a lot of shit with him. What was fucking Kurt Cobain right? Rape me. <laughs> and then he was so high on heroin. Like, that's that's why you couldn't understand what the fuck he was saying. Rape me, gal. I mean, there's no Eddie Vedder, but. I fucking love Eddie Vedder. I know, but you can't understand the goddamn word he says. I can understand, like, 50% of what Eddie Vedder says. That's because you've been on drugs before. That is true. I never did heroin, though. Hmm. I got that. Well, Yet. I never shot heroin. <laughs> I snorted a line of heroin once. Huh. Wasn't a fan of it. I wasn't a big fan of, like, I mean, back in my uh, drug days. I'm not really in my drug days anymore, so I can talk about it. But, like, back in my drug days, I was never a big fan of, like, downers. Hmm. I don't like, like, depressant downer drugs. Like, when I'm doing drugs, I want to be, like, lifted up and partying. Or doing like hallucinogens that it's expanding my mind kind of shit like heroin just made me sleepy and i was like how do you fucking party on this this is no fun like this sucks like i snorted a line and i think i went the one time i did heroin i snorted the line got a little dope sick didn't throw up but got a little dope sick which doesn't surprise me because like i even get a little sick when i do like painkillers just like that are prescribed to me when i've had surgeries and shit like that yeah. and they make my stomach hurt and i usually don't take the whole thing anyway I got a little dope sick, didn't really, like, feel it, was getting kind of just tired. So I went to, like, rallies and got a fucking barbecue burger and some loaded fries and went home and slept for, like, 12 hours. And I was like, why the fuck, like, who parties on this? This is no fun. I always liked the uppers. I wanted, like, the cocaine, that was always fun. Uh, The ecstasies, mollies, Adderall, like, stuff like that. Like, I I wanted uppers, like, shit that was going to, like, bring you up. I think that's more like because whenever I did drugs it was to party like I, I wanted to have a good time when I was doing drugs and like doing heroin and shit like that like the downers would just it would just make me sleepy <laughs> I didn't feel high or anything I was just like fuck I want to eat and go to bed like fuck this shit <laughs> which is weird because I'm such an alcoholic and technically alcohol is a depressant yeah alcohol makes me want to party so yeah like I just I don't know I, I never got into the heroin thing tried it once probably for a good thing yeah see never tried meth at all also probably good. Yeah, no, see, I just, I always liked my teeth. Yeah. I have pretty good teeth, so I was, like, always against meth. <laughs> I stayed away from heroin because I don't like needles. Stayed away from meth because I like my teeth. I've literally, I've never had a cavity in my life. 28 years old, zero cavities. Damn, dude. 
It makes so, sense, though. You're not really a sweet kind of guy. No, I'm not. And I also, uh, back when I had a mother, she was a dental hygienist. So it was oh, like, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't but, know that. Uh, we were brushing our fucking teeth all the time and shit, like flossing yeah. and using that uh, the act, the like, anti cavity thing, that little. Mm-hmm. It was basically like kid Listerine. Oh, okay. You would squeeze and it would like fill up and you would take a shot. It was basically like Listerine with sugar in it. That's how like kids would use it. Okay. But I mean, it, it increased your uh, enamel. So yeah, 28 years old, zero cavities. I have chipped a couple teeth, but I've had no cavities. I have a cap on my left front tooth. Oh yeah? From a bar fight. Oh. It, it got chipped in a bar fight, and I had really good health insurance oh, okay. that at makes the time. Sense. So I thought you you got it capped at the bar fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, yeah, fuck it, cap that shit, what's up, bro? You gonna give a fuck? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I had pretty good insurance at the time, so I went to my doctor, and he uh, just capped it for me. Mm. The only thing that sucks about that is that to cap it, they have to grind down the rest of it to like make it fit, mm. and that is the worst noise in the history of noises, especially when you know it's your own tooth. Yeah, and there's that weird thing of like you know technically your teeth can't feel unless like I mean for me if I bite into ice cream I can feel it like I I can't do that. Oh, you're. I don't know. Can 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 you do that? I can. I don't often, but yeah. I, I can't do it. I got to do like like lips first. I can't put my teeth on ice cream. Just mm. don't feel good. But, uh, yeah, he has to, like, grind down the tooth to make the cap fit, so it's, like, cylindrical kind of shit, like, or even. And so the whole time, you can't feel it because you're full of Novocaine, and also your teeth don't really feel that much anyway. Right. But you can hear it and kind of feel, like, the chip dust, or the tooth dust hitting your fucking tongue. And you're <laughs> like, that's my fucking tooth going on right there, and you're just trying to be calm. And you're like, give me more nitrous. Like, yeah. what the fuck are we waiting for? Fill like, me you up, don't feel fuck. the pain, but you can probably still feel the vibration of it. Yeah, you just kind of know it's there. Yeah. You're like, this, this doesn't feel right. My my body shouldn't be okay with this. <laughs> That is one thing. I'm, I might be a bit of a hippie sometimes when it comes to drug use and shit like that, but I at least make fun of it. I'm like, I know I'm not right, but it's kind of a fun thing. I think everybody should do mushrooms one time. Just once. If you don't want to after that, don't do it. But I think you should try it. It helped me become less of a narcissist. Yeah. It helped me connect to people better. Because I used to almost like sort of, I mean, maybe I just like the, the small bit of the sociopath in me. Where I like wasn't great at connecting to people and things like that, and then after doing mushrooms a couple of times, like I I connected with people better. I feel like it helped me with a lot of things. And in fact, it's used in um, therapy nowadays. Like some therapists are using psilocybin for like depression and PTSD and things like that as like a controlled trip sort of thing to help people work through their past experiences and things like that. Sort of get past their traumas. Wow. So. I might be talking a lot of bullshit, but there's a small kernel of truth in there. Which is more than usual for me. So, I'll take it. How do we get on drugs? Like, what the fuck happened? You know me. I never know. I just Jesus let you go. Christ, we're gonna have to cut that whole fucking first bit out. That was... There was nothing entertaining or good in that. Yeah. That's 33 minutes of fucking <laughs> horse shit. I apologize, guys. I'm sorry. Uh. Yeah, we're going to just cut it's all fine. Well, I mean, out. you really just need to apologize to me, because I'm going to be the one editing it. That's true. You're going to be kind of, sorry, Varble. <laughs> Let's try this again. Hey, that was Hooky for our opening <laughs> song. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. <laughs> and edit point. I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll cut most of that up. You'll have to keep enough in for that joke to work. Yeah. So, I mean, cut out 25 <laughs> minutes of it and keep the other five in. Yeah. <laughs> And then you'd be listening back to it like, well, why did it even cut? I don't even remember. Yeah, no, I mean, I hardly ever do. I know. 
That's why I love it. Yeah, I like. I have a terrible memory yeah. when, I'm, when I'm drinking. I'd There's that one we went on for like four hours, and I got it down to like a two and a half hour podcast. And you're like, "Oh, what'd you end up cutting?" I was like, "Like All everything." Yeah, I keep telling you these topics. You're like, "I said that." Like, yeah, what were we talking yeah. about? What happened? What did I do? It's the <laughs> you, best thing about being. A you child. talked about space for forty minutes. I mean, I mean, space is awesome. Yeah. Damn it, here he goes again. That's the best thing about being a drunk. You get to hear stories about yourself. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, really? Awesome. <laughs> that sounds cool. Yeah. Well, this drunk sack sounds like a pretty cool dude. I'm going to hang out with him sometime. At least this dude won't judge me when I party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, how are you, buddy? I'm actually pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Yep. Doing, uh, doing good on the diet and been getting out there and walking a lot more now with the weather being kind of nice especially last week was beautiful oh yeah it was, we had some sure. real good weather here yeah doing good feeling good sleeping a lot better excellent yeah the, the exercise helps with that a lot like, yeah I, I, I was surprised sleep. how much it already does yeah it's i mean it's it's almost like our bodies were meant to fucking move <laughs> yeah surprisingly insane so what's your uh i mean with the diet and everything what's your goal are you going for like weight weight training you want to get cut up or what are you looking for i'm still looking to, to lose Pounded right now. And then right once I get down to, uh, so I hit my first goal of going under three hundred pounds. Excellent, congrats, buddy. That's Thank awesome. You. And then the next goal is I want to try to be under two seventy five by the end of the year. Okay. So still on that path. I'm, That's fairly doable. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm telling then, you, a big thing. I know not to cut you off because I, I cut you off way too much in our podcast. I've noticed that, oh. and I'm sorry about that. I'm a lot of that's my edit points yeah, too. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Right. I'm not the best editor. I was gonna say a big thing that helped, especially with Emma. Uh, was just the toilet. sex with you? No. Oh, okay. No, I just lay there. Oh, okay. She climbs off me like a girl climbing off a dirty bicycle. Like, mm. ugh. Oh. Ugh. Just like wipe me down like yeah. a beach whale. Like, ugh. don't even bother with the like, kickstand. Just kind of <laughs> clean me. <laughs> <laughs> that did sound very whale like. Exactly. Yeah. It's because we're all connected, man. Oh. <laughs> but uh, doing the like the the beer cut. Like how she just does those vodka waters and Mio. Yeah. She dropped, when she first started doing that, she dropped like 15 pounds in a month just from like cutting out beer. Yeah. And I mean, that's when I get to my goal of like with my, cause I'm doing more weight training than I am just like fitness. Yeah. I want to just get back to the muscle tone I used to have. Mm-hmm. I'm going to probably eventually start doing like a cut every month like that where I'll just, or not every month, but. Probably three months out of the year, I'm going to not drink beer and just do like the vodka waters and see if I can just shred myself down. Yeah. And see what happens. But yeah, that's my goal to once I'm under 275 again, hopefully by the end of the year. But if not, you know, whenever I get there, then I think I'm going to start doing some more uh, weight training type stuff because I don't want it to dissuade me, you know, right now. I'm really focused and I want to get under that weight and, you know, right. muscle weighs more than fat. And oh, I don't yeah. want that to like counterbalance what I'm actually trying to lose. Exactly. No, that's fair. But I want to add it in before I lose too much because then it's, it gets harder to get back on. Then. Oh yeah, for sure. The the fat helps to burn and to build that mass a yeah. lot. Because like the whole thing with me with like my, uh, I mean I'm laxed every now and then with my workout, but I try to do better. Is that mine's not a weight loss thing at all? Because I I technically I weigh as much as I weighed senior high school. Oh yeah. Right now. It was just when I was in senior year of high school, I was like. Four percent body fat, as opposed to now where I'm fifty percent body fat. <laughs> so like I'm, I'm more just trying to build up muscle again. So yeah. I'm not really worried about weight because I, I mean I've been two twenty five for the last. I mean since I was like eight, eighteen. Yeah. But the muscle has gone away in the last like five years or so. So I want to get that back. 
my real goal is I want to be able to take my shirt off and not feel sad. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, oh, yeah. It's been a while. Like, be able to walk out of the shower and not want to kill myself immediately when mm-hmm. I look in the mirror. <laughs> That's awesome, though, man. Yeah. You're keeping up with everything. Are you just doing, like, low carb? you trying to do keto? What are you uh, no, just basically just counting calories themselves. Like, you're not really eating differently, just eating a lot less and eating more healthy stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I've been doing meal prep throughout the week for my lunches and try to keep those around 400, 500 calories and then do, like, a... 100 calorie, either a yogurt or a protein shake in the morning for breakfast. That's the way to do it. And then a four, 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 five hundred calorie lunch, and then just try to limit what I can for supper. Mm. Um, I've been using a couple apps to kind of measure through, you know, this is what I weigh now, this is what I want to get to, and it kind of gives me calorie goals for the day and stuff like that. So right now my goal is like 2,200, which is kind of insane. Like it's pretty easy to stay under that. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just try to stay, you know, a pretty good amount under that. And, so far, it's been working. I've been cutting every week. So excellent. Yeah, it's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Are you are you hydrating well? Yeah, I've been doing a lot that, more water. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say that helps yeah. a lot. Just drinking a lot of water. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what water will do for you. Yeah, like it, it yeah, I cut much... out pretty much all the soda and juices. Like, so fruit juice was crazy. I thought fruit is healthy. I should no, drink more fruit juice. That's and the like, worst thing. Yeah, they add so much extra sugar into that and stuff. Well, it's that, and then also like even if you do like um like you know those like natural shakes that they'll sell mm-hmm. at like gas stations and stuff like that. Yeah. Don't buy any of them except for the green machine one. That's the only one that's worth it. Because wow. like smoothies are mm-hmm. terrible for you. Yeah. Because the thing is, is that fruit is good for you if you eat it. Because you get dietary fiber, a lot of vitamins. Mm-hmm. When it's blended, there's no dietary fiber. It's just sugar at that point. Like, you might as well just have a Coke. It's wow. the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> at least to your body and your metabolism. Yeah. Because, like, that's the whole thing is fruit is full of sugar because it's a natural, like, energy supplement. But there's a lot of dietary fiber and vitamin A and B and C and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And when you blend it and don't have any of the fibers that make the dietary fiber up and the complex carbohydrates, it's just sugar. That's all your body sees it as. <laughs> That's why keto got so big, like the like the diet fad keto, which is just basically trying to cut out sugars from your body. Mm-hmm. So you can't do carbs because a lot of simple carbohydrates, like the uh, in, enriched flours and stuff like that, white flours, it's just sugar to your body. Your body can't tell the difference. Wow. It just turns into sugar. <laughs> and your body is meant to hold on to sugar. Because of back when we were evolving and fighting fucking uh, mammoths and shit like that. If we found sugar, the body's like, fucking this is useful as shit. We gotta hold on to this motherfucker because we're gonna be starving for the next six months yeah. until the sun shines again. <laughs> it's fucking Game of Thrones winter. <laughs> yeah, pretty much uh, water and then I've never been much of a coffee guy, so I do unsweet tea. is oh, how no. I get my caffeine for the day. So I'm a big coffee guy. Yeah, I love coffee. I mean, I'll drink a whole pot by myself, easily. <laughs> and and just straight black, too. Yeah. Unless I have the, like, Irish green. Oh, okay. That's about the only time I'll put anything in my coffee is I have, like, Bailey's or... What I use is Carolyn's. It's oh, like really? Bailey's, but it's got a higher alcohol content. Oh. So I use that instead <laughs> because I'm a drunk. Yeah. Keeps the shakes sense. off. <laughs> yeah. Black black coffee's great. I've, I've been doing... Um, I'm not going to say full-on intermittent fasting because I don't fully stick to it because I, I drink beers so yeah. that, that technically breaks the fast because there's a lot of carbs in that but yeah. uh, I usually skip breakfast I don't have lunch until like noon or so yeah and then like I'll basically give myself like six hours and a day to eat and then after that I just don't eat except podcast days when I ruin it for you <laughs> no that's fine I mean like it's usually because I mean even at work because na- nowadays I have to take my lunch earlier than I usually do like, I, I used to go six hours and then I would take my lunch in an eight hour shift 
because I just broke the day up really well. We're only like an hour and a half afterwards. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I can just breeze through this shit. Yeah. And then even then, like for my lunch, I'd have like a Gatorade maybe and uh, like a bag of Cheez Its or something like that, where like to give you enough carbs to keep your body burning, but you're not really adding anything to it you'll be able to burn right through that mm-hmm. especially right now working out in the warehouse where i'm at where there's no fans or anything like that i'm just like in a fucking sauna all day just yeah. sweating yeah, like I, I do a little bit of that it would do a lot better if i stopped drinking beer but i'm not gonna stop drinking beer i don't give a fuck so i drink guinness it's the only beer with protein in it <laughs> it's good for muscle training it is true guinness does have protein in it i don't know if it's good for muscle training though protein is well yeah and there's protein in it so it's good for muscle training oh, okay you're fucking arguing with me some more who do you think you are fucking arnold schwarzenegger you're oh, that yes. guy that buys like a donut and then throws a little scoop of protein powder on it and you're like oh it's got protein <laughs> no i'm the guy who has a shot of whiskey that just eats the protein powder because i don't usually eat food you know me i don't actually eat that often surprisingly. yeah i actually haven't seen you much i usually just drink yeah Eating for me is like, it's a terrible habit that I need to break where it's like, when I'm finally ready to eat, it's like the end of the night. It's like 1 a.m. I'm, like, I'm going to eat all the calories I didn't eat this day like I should have. And then I'm going to go sleep for 12 hours and wake up 12 pounds heavier than I was yesterday because I'm full of salt and no water. My ankles are swollen like a fat teenage girl. <laughs> I step in the shower and then I weigh more when I come out because all the water just soaks into me. <laughs> Sponge. <laughs> fucking bloated as shit hey man what are you gonna do stop yeah. drinking i don't think so i'm not going to <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's awesome though that you're hitting your goals and everything man yeah that's... thanks yeah i was 334 pounds on march 10th on my oh, birthday shit. yep and so yeah i've already lost uh 38 pounds now since march it must be nice to have that big of a frame because you never seemed that heavy you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. you've always worn it pretty well you didn't you never seem like a big like i've, I've always thought i was fatter than you <laughs> wow and I mean, I, I, I mean, fuck, I, I wish I was your height. I'm fucking sure. I, I would cut off my big toe for that. Yeah. Never were flip, flip. You'd make better use of it because you'd be even more like working out and trying fuck, to get ripped yeah, then. That's all I want to do. Yeah. I want to be sports. I want to be fucking Mr. Universe. But yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like I've got, you know, a big frame, big shoulders and everything too. So I think ultimately my, my ideal was probably get around 240, 250. And I think I could carry that pretty well. And still uh-huh. look pretty good. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck, man, 240, you'd look shredded. Yeah. You'd look like a fucking Julianne salad. <laughs> be shredded as fuck. Look like yeah. a UFC fighter. That's all, like, the fucking guys like uh, Tito Ortiz and shit cut down to is 240. Oh, see. They're about your fucking height. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, just think about that. You'd be fucking shredded if you Damn. cut down to 240. <laughs> what if you just, like, really dug in? You cut down, like, 220. Oh, man. Like, a week before we all, like, took a float trip or something. You just thought, you, you would never wear a shirt that whole weekend. Oh, God, yeah, no. What's up, ladies? What's going yeah. on? You're just fucking so defined. Mm-hmm. We'd be fucking drying our clothes on your abs. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. It'd be awesome. I'm not allowed to have abs. Hmm. Emma won't let it. Really? She says as jacked as I can get is Bane from Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Well, that's close. Because, see, my, my goal is Tom Hardy from Warrior. You just don't she, want to have a neck? But she, fuck yeah, I don't want to have a neck. I want traps up to the fucking middle of my ears. That's, <laughs> fuck yes. It's a trap. That's all I want. Just fucking, oh, those fucking delts too. From the back. Oh, he's so fucking jacked in that movie. That's why I want to do steroids. Steroids are amazing. But uh, Let's get yeah. some right now. Emma won't let me get that jacked. And although I doubt I could probably, although to be fair, me and Tom Hardy are the same height. So if he could do it, I could do it. Yeah. 
But she. I never thought it'd be possible for me, but I saw a couple videos uh, about two years ago when Big Show started going crazy. He he got abs. Fuck yeah, he did. And it's like holy shit. He got cut like a motherfucker. Yeah, like it's it's possible for anybody, any size and shape. He looked (laughs) like a fucking fishbone. Like it was just like they were right there, defined. Yeah. Watch him ripple off like a fucking waterfall. But yeah, I'm I'm not allowed to get that jacked. Okay, I have to be Bane mode as my cutoff. Hmm. Like if I can look, oh, oh, be fair, if I looked like fucking Bane, dude, I'd shave my head. Yeah, I'd keep the beard, but I'd shave my fucking head if I could get. If if that's what it costs to get like to look like Bane with my shirt off, yeah. I'd shave my head. I'd be okay. fine with that. I don't know if I'd lose the beard, but I'd shave my head. I would never wear a shirt again either. So the one thing I'm worried about is like if I get to my goal mm-hmm. of like what I want to look like and be like trained as, all of my friends are gonna hate me. <laughs> Every time I show up to a party, I'm gonna walk. You're gonna be that off. guy. Yeah. Just have my shirt off when I'm driving. Like, hey, what's up, guys? Be hanging out. That's cool. You're like, I actually don't own shirts anymore. I burned them all. It's a lifestyle, not not a diet. <laughs> like that. You guys are just be like, let's just fucking poison this dude. <laughs> let's put a bunch of fucking uh, nightshade as creatine. Fuck this guy. <laughs> No, that, that's awesome, man. Way to keep with it. Just just keep it going. That's yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the big thing. Cardio is my hardest. I never want to stick to my cardio. I'll do all my weight training every day. Really? I never want to do my cardio. <laughs> and I don't even do that much cardio right now. Yeah. I'm trying to ease myself back into it. Because I tried like a couple months ago when I decided to start working out again. I tried to jump like straight into my old workout routine I used to always do. Yeah. And I fucking blew myself out. Like could barely oh, walk the next day. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. It's been like eight years full of alcohol <laughs> and cigarettes and drug use. So I probably shouldn't just jump straight into that. Yeah. So instead I'm like kind of working myself slowly back up to it. Like I'm doing like 35 pound curls and shit like that, which used to be nothing. <laughs> and I'm doing 11 minutes on my uh, elliptical. Yeah. Which isn't bad. After about nine minutes, it starts to suck, but I can usually power through. Okay. Yeah, see, that's the other bad thing right now, too, is with all the quarantine shit, like, everybody started buying up all that home health workout mm-hmm. equipment and stuff like that. So, unless I start restocking stuff soon, I'm going to be, like, Rocky Four, like, training out in the wilderness. like that's the way to do it. Lifting milk jugs instead of curl bars or something. Honestly, that's a really good workout. Is it? Yeah, like, empty milk jugs just full of water? That's yeah. a great kettlebell. And they're super cheap. Yeah. Also, with as big as you are, just bodyweight workouts would be great for you. Okay. Just doing like like push-ups, wall resists, and stuff like that. Yeah. That'd be great for you. Especially for how, how big you are. You'll get fucking, you'll get jacked off that. It'd be a good idea. Start start looking them up. There's an app even for it. Oh, really? Yeah, for just like, just Google like body workouts or mm-hmm. bodyweight workouts. You'll be fine. Okay. Really all you, honestly, all you need if you're trying to cut down to like the bare minimum like a fucking monk as long as you've got the milk jugs to fill with water for that, all you need is like a pull-up bar and some resistance bands. And you can do every workout you need to do, work every muscle group in your body. Really? Yeah. Wow. Although a rowing machine's not bad. Rowing machines are awesome. You get to do cardio and work your abs at the same time. That's what matters. Abs are how you get laid. No, no chick wants to fuck a peck, but chicks will fuck abs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. We'll get that built up. Yeah, and then the center will be cut out for your abs. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a mesh uh, tank top. (laughs) All right. Well, let's... uh, Fuck, I guess we should introduce ourselves on what this podcast is. Yeah, probably do that and take a little break and then... Yeah. 
Thanks again, guys. Uh, now that we've cut out 50 minutes of this. Yeah. Coming in. Hey, that was Hooky, everybody. Oh, uh, hey. Thanks for it. We appreciate it. Sorry it's been so long. Uh, this is the A to Z podcast, the A to Z show. And as always, we are here. The A is sitting across from me. That is Andrew Varble. He is America's sweetheart, and we are very happy to have him. He's also losing a shit ton of weight. So give him some big ups. Send some shit to Twitter for him. <laughs> And then I am the Z over here on the other side of the podcast. And I'm not losing weight, but I am losing my mind. Hmm. So that's good. I'm the Z. I'm Zach Melcher. I am America's favorite failed comedian. Anyway, so the A to Z podcast, what we do here is we like to um, usually ramble, for one. That's how we like to warm it up. Just sort of whatever's on my mind. Although I'm trying harder now to not interrupt Varble. Hmm. I've noticed that the last couple times I listened to our podcast, I do interrupt you too much. Okay. I mean, you do make fun of me for not talking as much also. So. That is true. So then I feel like I'm, it's even worse because I'm stopping you from talking and I'm making fun of you for it. It's like if I raped you and called you a whore. Like, that's yeah. not cool. I mean, it's accurate. Though. It's going to be one or the other. Yeah. It's hypocritical. <laughs> and I'm not a hypocrite. But uh, what we like to do is ramble. Varwell always picks out some topics for us. And then I do my best to, you know, have some laughs, have some gaffes and everything else in between. Keep it light. Yeah, just keep it light. We try to be funny. Try. Yeah. Try. That is my fucking motto. That's on my family crest. <laughs> try. And then we uh, just sort of try to find the comedy and anything like that. Try to make some laughs. Never take anything we're saying that seriously. Ever. That is rule number one for this podcast. Except for that sentence. They need to take that very seriously because we don't take this seriously. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. I don't even care. It's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, other than that, we just hope you guys come along with us and have a good time. Yeah. So I think we're getting close to topic time. Yeah. We'll talk about some uh, some video games, some movies, a couple of TV shows. Workout regiments. Yeah, we, well, we did that, that already. The other day. Oh. It's it, it, it involves Tom Hardy. Oh, okay. I have to talk about Tom Hardy every episode. I was going to say every 20 minutes because that's what you've been about, right? It's because he's so fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best actors. He's gorgeous. He's apparently bisexual, which means that I might have a chance with him, even though I'm not bisexual, but... If it's Tom Hardy, I might be a little bisexual. I'm all mm. right with that. So anyway, we'll be right back, guys. Time for topics? I think it's topic time. Topic time. Our uh, wild and wacky starting off point this week <laughs> is that uh, cicadas are being infected with a fungus that makes them zombies. Hmm. Have you seen this yet? No. You want to go ahead and read through that? It's a pretty interesting little read. I went less cicadas, so. All right. Cicadas are succumbing to a parasitic infection that basically turns them into zombies. Is this the same one that, like, infects the fucking, like, moths or whatever? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Mm -hmm. They've jumped species. You read that right. The fungus, scientifically known as Massaporia. Yeah, that's right. It's the the same fungus that actually uh, The Last of Us used for their Mm -hmm. uh, story. Has been infecting male cicadas for years, according to a journal from PLOS Pathogens, as reported by Live Science, or Live Science, either one. It doesn't end there, though. Much like a zombie army, the male cicada zombies begin to work towards growing their numbers by luring in other male cicadas using a flickering wing movement traditionally used by female cicadas to lure in male mates. Oh, they're trapping them. <laughs> the gays. We got a femboy <laughs> fucking cicada army. We got a bunch of bussy. <laughs> You're welcome, Alex. Yeah, that's, that's for Alex. When the non-infected male cicadas attempt to mate with the trap femboy uh, boy pussy cicadas, after being lured in, the massaporia is transferred and it begins to infect the new cicada by eating away at its abdomen. 
It replaces the abdomen with itself, which looks like a grouping of yellow spores. Oh, fuck. This is the last. This is how The Last of Us starts. <laughs> it's apparently not easy to spot this zombie-like transformation uh, occur, as the cicadas usually infected are of the Magisicata genus. Mm -hmm. I think so. Which spends up to 17 years of their life underground at a time. Fortunately for the scientists behind the PLOS pathogens report, they're able to track different populations of cicada emerging at different times through a cycle of years. Once the ad the abdomen that's such a hard word to say. It really is. Once the abdomen is transformed into a mass of spores, the now zombified cicada will fly around and drop spores to infect even more cicada. Jesus. As to how the mass sporia controls this spore dropping flight and the mating call that occurs after infections, scientists aren't yet sure which chemicals within the fungus are making that happen. Well, maybe that should be rule. Like, that's, that's goal one, right? We should figure that shit out. Yeah. A non-infected cicada's life, after emerging from the ground years and years after it's born, would generally only last a few weeks. They mate, lay eggs, then die. Good for them. When infected by the mass sporia, their life is prolonged, but considering they are zombies at that point, it's not really living. Oh, shit, we're getting <laughs> super deep now. Yeah. If you're clamoring for zombie-like science, read about the scientists who resurrected 100-million-year-old underwater life forms. Heard about that. Terrible mm -hmm. idea. Yep. After that, read about how a bionic moon jellyfish was created by scientists. Also a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, The Last of Us is starting soon. Mm-hmm. If you have an adopted daughter, uh, make sure you buy a gun and get ready. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to need to go to the range a few times, kind of practice my aim. Yeah. Start growing a beard. Okay. Learn how guns work. Okay. Make sure you use bottles to um, draw their hearing the other way and then kill them with a board. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty terrifying. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Just what we need now. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. We're all quarantined. We won't be outside yeah, getting infected. Yeah, who cares? You can't get no cicadas inside. Yeah. We'll just all <laughs> die of the Rona and then cicadas can live. It'll be a cicada regime for a yeah. hundred years. Just like the Egyptians died. Yeah. They were scarabs, but well, it's the yeah. same thing. We're going to move on to some movie news now. Oh, boy. And I'm going to make you excited because, once again, I think someone's been listening to our podcast. Your voice has been heard, Zach. At least somebody's listening to it. Jesus Christ. The new uh, Jurassic World movie, Jurassic World Dominion, has claimed to be using more animatronic dinosaurs than the previous two films combined. Thank God. Director Colin Trevorrow has claimed the final installment in the reboot trilogy will feature more animatronic dinosaurs and practical effects than the previous two films. Excellent. He revealed that he had made a conscious effort to continue to build upon the practical effects of the franchise by adopting the latest technologies to bring the animatronics to life. I mean, it's, it, I'm glad to hear I'm not alone on this. I and mean, that's yeah. one of the biggest things about the original Jurassic Park was how crazy yeah. real it looked. Yeah. And that's also why it didn't age that badly. Yeah, it stands up really well if still. If you use, like, animatronics and shit, computer-generated effects age terribly. Oh, yeah. And instantly. like Yeah, and, like, f in two years, they look like shit. Yeah. <clears throat> Something better's come along, yeah. But doing practical effects is always better. Mm -hmm. I want animatronics and fucking red corn syrup for every movie from now on we've actually gone more practical with every jurassic movie we made since the first one mm, have you 
Oh, is is that what, who? Was Since the, the first one he did, yeah, Jurassic oh, World. So that was when he was. That, that's who was controlling Chris Pratt during those movies. <laughs> I'm kidding. Chris Pratt is a fantastic actor. I'm not talking shit. The thing I found, especially in working in the past couple months, is that we finally reached a point where it's possible to digital extensions on animatronics will be able to match the texture and level of fidelity that on film an animatronic is going to be able to bring. You didn't used to be able to really mix them. You could really see the seams, and so that part of it is very exciting to me. Okay. Yeah. So they're like erasing the the strings and then like the puppeteers' hands and stuff from the puppets. So, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, I, I think practical effects always one they age better, and two, they're one of my favorite parts of cinema is that like the effects guys who I mean, maybe it's a big it's part of the reason I'm such a big like classic horror fan where I love seeing shit like that where there's real. I'm not taking anything away from computer generated. Uh, effects or anim or animators they do great work i was yeah. a huge fan of into the spider-verse i'm not talking shit on an on animation however with modern movies it sometimes becomes a crutch and you yeah. get less creativity when you can just fucking be like yeah put it behind a green screen and we'll just put it in there who cares yeah as opposed to like how do we make this look the most real and visceral or like not even the most real like how do we make this the most visceral and entertaining thing to see like, let's, you know, build a fucking weird animatronic puppet that's run on, like, water and shit like that, and then we'll just have fucking red corn syrup spraying everywhere and shit <laughs> like that. And maybe it's my, maybe it's a Sam Raimi fan in me, but I like practical effects more. It should be good. And it's scheduled to come out next June, which actually could still hit because they uh, just recently started production back up. Should be right around the time uh, Cyberpunk 2077 comes out. So yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> I uh, it's gonna be hard to watch this because I hated the last movie so yeah, fucking much. It was pretty awful. That movie made me so angry. I mean, I yelled about it for like twenty minutes about mm -hmm. three episodes ago. Yeah, but still, yes, be on Team Human. Why are you on Team Dinosaur? For fuck's sakes. Yeah. Also, what was that weird subplot about the girl being a t uh, clone? Mm -hmm. the fuck was all that? Well, that's why she empathized with the dinosaurs. Exactly. Yeah. Because she was a clone, she mm -hmm. could fucking somehow talk to the, whatever the fucking super dinosaur they made was. Yeah. What was it called? It wasn't Indomitus Rex. That was the first one. Yeah. It was uh, the Indoraptor. Yeah, the yeah. Indoraptor, which is just like, we took a T-Rex and a Raptor, we put them together, but we used Blue's DNA, so now you got to whistle and ride on your motorcycle together, and it'll all work out. Get out there and look handsome, Chris Pratt. Put this yeah. vest on. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I will watch this movie when it comes out on a streaming service. I'm probably not going to pay money for a movie ticket. All right. Unless something crazy happens. Like if I find out that, uh, what's her name? Uh, Ron, Ron Howard's daughter. Yeah, and Bryce Dallas. Yeah, if Bryce Dallas has like a nude scene, I'll go see it. Okay. But other than that, I'm going to wait until streaming. All right, I'll let you know. But I am happy to hear that they're going to do more practical effects. Yeah, I thought you would be. <clears throat> We're going to keep that happiness going with some new Taika news. Mm. He has uh, just finished his Thor Love and Thunder script. Excellent. Uh, he wouldn't reveal much, but he did tell uh, Stanger that he's almost finished with the script, and he gave insight into the direction the story will take. I think it's going really good, he said, when asked about the writing process. We've been writing the script off and on for over a year, and actually this week we're doing another pass on it. Okay. Uh, he said the script is, quote, so insane and, quote, also very romantic. Aw. He said he's very into romances now and just wants to make a romance movie. Oh, but he already did. It was called Jojo the Rabbit. I, that's what I thought, yeah. He goes on to say that uh, as for why the injection of romance in the script, he said he's never made a romance and he wants to tackle that. I disagree, Taika. Yeah. I think Jojo was very romantic. Mm -hmm. There's beautiful moments in that. 
So is this is this Thor uh, Love and Thunder? Is this going to be Natalie Portman as Thor? Then uh, no I, more Hemsworth. That's what be well, Hemsworth is in it too. But okay. we are they are thinking that Jane will be a female Thor at some point. Yeah, and he's just gonna, he's going to stay looking like me. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. He's going to keep him as fat Thor. And that's where the thunder comes in. <laughs> <laughs> I still like. I was partly uh, touched and partly uh, hurt by the fact that when that movie came out, the Avengers, uh, was it Endgame was the last uh, one, right? Yeah. 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 The amount of messages and pictures I got of just like his scenes of just being fat Thor with the beard and the hair and like his gut hanging out of his shirt drinking beers. They're like, oh my God, it looks like you. I'm like, guys, <laughs> that doesn't help me at all. So yeah, I get it. I look like the fat guy. Mm. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's drinking beers and he's fat. Yeah. He's got long hair. He looks just like you, Zach. Like, Thanks. I appreciate that. He's angry and yelling at kids online to play video games. Fucking eating disorder next month. <laughs> No, I mean, I will watch anything Taika wants to make. I will yeah. watch an hour and a half long movie of him making a grilled cheese sandwich in oh, his yeah. own kitchen. Taika Waititi is one of my favorite fucking filmmakers ever. Yeah. And so, that's I'm another gonna... reason why I'm so excited, because his next movie after this is going to be part of a Star Wars movie. Mm. So we're going to finally rope you back into the theater to watch a Star Wars movie. I mean, The Mandalorian helped. Yeah. I started liking Star Wars again. Yeah. Which also had Taika featured in that is, it. So. That's a big yeah. part. He also wrote a couple of the episodes too. A couple of them, saying, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. I mean, that was John Favreau and Taika Waititi, where he's like, if I could pick two guys to run a series, it'd probably be those two guys. Yeah. With Filoni helping also. Exactly. From Clone yeah. Wars and everything. Which I started getting into that now. I've been watching that on your Disney Plus. How good is that? Dude, those are great things. Right? Those are fucking miles ahead of Attack of the Clones. Oh my God, yes. Like, it's so wow. good. Yeah. I, I actually care about Anakin. Right? He has character growth. It or, honestly, the Clone Wars show yeah. makes the Revenge of the Sith better. Wow. Okay. Like when you finish the Clone Wars series, mm-hmm. watch Revenge of the Sith. You'll okay. like it way more. Wow. Because like that was the one thing that the movies didn't have the ability to do, which was to build the relationship between Obi Wan and Anakin. Yeah. Because that's like a, it's something that's not talked about a lot, but that's a big central part of the entire Star Wars saga, not counting the newest movies, because they didn't give a fuck about what happened before them. Yeah. But the uh, original trilogy and the prequels, one of the biggest like turning points is Obi-Wan and, and Anakin's relationship. And you don't get a lot of that if you just watch the movies. You see them come like, you know, they're like friends and like, you know, Obi-Wan's the master and stuff mm-hmm. like that in uh, Attack of the Clones. And then it's immediately Revenge of the Sith. They're like buddies for an hour, and, and then, then all I of a sudden, Anakin, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Anakin's evil. You watch the Clone Wars like seasons, and you're like, oh my god, they were so fucking like close. Yeah. And the whole thing, like you get with like Obi Wan, wasn't really ready to have a Padawan, especially not one as powerful as Anakin was. Yeah. But he had to because his master Qui Gon was like, you have to train the boy. So he's like. I'm going to fucking train him regardless. That's even a scene in the Clone Wars show where it's like the council's trying to like take Anakin from him as his Padawan. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I'm no, going to train him. I, this is what I have He's to like, do. He's like, no, this yeah. is my thing. You can go fuck yourself, basically. Yeah. And, it, and it, it's Dude, my... you were so right, too. Fucking Ahsoka is perfect. Oh, she's, she's so badass. She's one of the I best love her so much. ever written. She's yeah. amazing. Oh, my God. That's I heard it only gets better with her, too. I'm oh, like, fuck yeah. I'm okay. doing like, I looked up like a chronological timeline because some of the seasons like jump back and forth. So. Yeah. I've watched, like, you know, a couple of season four episodes, a couple of season one, like, jumping back and forth. But I'm, like, 30 episodes in, and, dude, yeah, I'm loving it. It's very good. Dude, apparently, she has a really good part in Rebels. I didn't watch Rebels. Oh, really? I've heard it's good. Okay. Apparently, she's got some great moments in Rebels. But, uh, yeah, it's it's sad that she never gets really touched on. Yeah. 
Although Ahsoka was what I always went back to whenever um, the newest Star Wars movies were made and everyone was complaining about them. They were like, it's because you're sexist and you hate Rey. Because she's a female character. I'm like, no, female characters have always been very popular in Star Wars. Like, mm-hmm. Ahsoka's one of the most beloved characters in Star Wars yeah. when it comes to, like, the deep nerds of oh, it. Yeah. And, dude, she's super badass, She's too. so cool. Yeah. And it's, like, it's so fun that, like, she is uh, Anakin's Padawan. Like, the whole point that they gave him a Padawan was, like, to try to make him more of a fucking Jedi Master. Yeah. And then it just doesn't work at all because they're both fucking chaos children. <laughs> so, and then it's just Obi-Wan holding yeah. his head pretty much every episode. Like, <sighs> fucking would both of you just shut the fuck up and listen. Just two minutes. That's <laughs> yeah. all I need. I need two goddamn minutes. It's a fun episode. I think it's season three, maybe? Where it's Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Ahsoka... Uh, like they're standing around talking about something and Ahsoka asks Obi-Wan she's like Master Obi-Wan what do you think the height of stupidity is and he's like Anakin how tall are you (laughs) (laughs) excellent yeah I definitely wanted to bring that up so thank you for the login I've been enjoying watching those no problem man anytime you know that I like to share my shit yeah moving on to some uh, DC news you know I had to bring up a little bit of it fuck yeah it's actually pretty funny I don't know if you saw any of Ryan Reynolds lately on Twitter Sadly, I haven't, but oh. I do love Ryan Reynolds. Okay, so. yeah, you're going to love this. I'll play the little video here in a bit. But the, the article is, Ryan Reynolds re-edits Green Lantern to include the Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> Can so. I just point out real quick that mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds is one of my favorite people on the planet? You should, I because, love that, yeah. Man. Yeah, go ahead and read through this. This is great. Ryan Reynolds continued his years-long mockery of his Green Lantern movie by posting a new social media video that not only re-edits the notorious 2011 flop, but also manages to poke fun at Snyder Cut fans, Dwayne Johnson, and even Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Reynolds has just become Deadpool at this point. I think so. He's like, fuck it, I'm Deadpool now. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. This is... Was this from Ryan Reynolds here, the the quote I'm about to read? (laughs) Yeah, that was in his tweet. Okay, so Ryan Reynolds says, I'm not playing Hawkman in Black Adam, although I generally do whatever the hell The Rock tells me to do. (laughs) Reynolds posted Tuesday. Tagging The Rock Johnson, who is his co-star in Hobbs and Shaw and the upcoming Netflix action film Red Notice. The Rock, IGN audience should know, will play Shazam's nemesis Black Adam in an upcoming film about the DC Comics anti-hero. Mm-hmm. He's getting his whole like, film by himself, right? They're just doing yep. a, a, a Black Adam movie? Yep, and then they're going to tie it into Shazam that later, apparently. great casting, by the way, oh. as Black Adam. That's fantastic. Also, did you watch Shazam? Yeah, I did. Fucking fantastic movie. Dude, that was really cool. Really good. It reminded me a lot of like the old like 80s kids' movies. Right? Like, it was kind of for kids, but like it was fun and like also, badass. And that's probably the best casting. Kind of a little scary, too. Like, Yes. Yeah. It's probably the best casting DC has done in terms of movies, <laughs> oh, like yeah. live action movies. You could sure. tell that guy was having fun with yeah. it. Zachary is fucking perfect yeah. as Shazam. Like, it's just so good. And then, like, the whole movie is, it's a, people should talk about Shazam more often. Oh, yeah. And it's, even the other kids, too, like the other orphans. All like, of them, all yeah. are fucking great. They do a lot of great things in that movie. They have like, mm-hmm. they have this beautiful thing of like with the uh, adoptive parents and all the, the orphans mm-hmm. and it's, the it's family like, bond. And yeah, everything and it's like. not this bullshit like, oh, see, look, we have adopted parents. It's yeah, like, it's just they're all multiracial. Like they didn't shove that down your throat. No, it was just, natural. Like, it was just yeah. put it out there. Everybody's got great chemistry, by the way. That mm-hmm. whole movie is full of fantastic chemistry. Right, you felt the love and the fucking. Um, the little girl, like the little sister, the little black mm-hmm. girl, mm-hmm. she is probably the cutest child actor to ever exist. <laughs> that girl will melt your fucking heart. That movie could have sucked hard, <laughs> but it's still adorable. Like, I oh, still would have loved it just because she's so fucking cute. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys haven't watched Shazam yet, fucking watch it. It honestly might be the best movie DC has made. 
It's definitely way up there. I mean, I I, I know we have to cut out this, not, the fucking uh, Christopher Nolan Batman movies because everybody gets their fucking dick hard over those. Yeah. So count it for the DCU. Okay. And I mean, I was even a fan of the Snyder movies, but I think Shazam's the best live action movie that DC has made. I can definitely agree. So. It's way up there. But anyway, yeah. Reynolds yeah, continued. Anyway. Yeah. Reynolds continued. I would, however, love to be in Zack Snyder's Justice League movie, and I've heard I may already be in it. Hashtag Snyder cuts. <laughs> He's such a cunt. <laughs> I love Ryan Reynolds so much. Yeah. Uh, the Deadpool star then posted a follow-up a follow up message proclaiming, here's the secret's riddle cut of GL. Y'all, you all haven't been waiting for. In order to make it as great as possible, we made some judicious cuts. <laughs> oh, Jesus okay. Christ. So you ready for this? Let's, let's see it. All yeah. right. Uh, I'm gonna play it again just because oh we were both God. laughing so much the first time. But oh, yeah, fuck. this is perfect. Man. I recognized all of it. That's yeah. the saddest part. <laughs> the fucking Tom Cruise with the Green Lantern mask on photoshopped. <laughs> 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 oh fuck! <sighs> oh, I'm sweating. I'm laughing yeah. so hard right now. Oh my God! Yeah, I just love it. in order to make it as great as possible, we made some judicious cuts. <laughs> it's just it's just snap cuts of like a couple scenes from Top Gun, one scene from Deadpool two, a couple scenes from the Justice League movie, sadly. And then uh the Green Lantern movie's also in there every now and then. <laughs> also it's funny because Sinestro is the same actor who plays the bad guy in Shazam, so <laughs> it's Mark Strong. It's the same guy. Mm. I knew you'd get a great kick out of that. Oh my god, I'm sweating. I'm oh. sweating so fucking hard. That was laughing so goddamn hard over that. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I like, fucking love Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Like I said, he really is. He's become Deadpool, I think. <laughs> it, like, I mean, I also, I love the fact, like, the tenacity he had to be cut, like, to finally do the Deadpool movies. Because like, the whole reason he took it in the first place during that fucking terrible movie, X-Men Origins, yeah. which, by the way, was written by one of the writers from Game of Thrones who fucking ruined that show. Yeah. Uh, the only reason he took that was to be Deadpool, because he just loved the character so much. And it was like, everyone mocked it. Even he mocked it. He was like, yeah, that was fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and like, he just, fucking the internet, like, made him Deadpool again, which is so meta, by the way, because... Deadpool is the internet when it comes to comic books, especially in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> they literally, they changed his middle initial to W so that he's Wade W. Wilson, so that w- he's WWW, because w- w- he's the internet uh, superhero. <laughs> oh, fuck, that was fucking funny. Oh, my God. So, yeah, you're welcome. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, Green, Green Lantern, what a bummer. Green Lantern should never be a movie. Well, here, we'll make you happy again. <clears throat> They're announcing that there's going to be a John Wick 5 <laughs> now yeah. that will film back-to-back with the fourth movie. Yeah. They're filming John Wick 4 right now. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to make a 5, too. Like, yeah. fuck it. Keanu, you're too old, maybe, so we want to make sure to just get there as much There is no out of such this. thing as too old. Keanu's, like, lifeless. Like, uh, I don't know. He's ageless. He doesn't age. People, Have you seen the pictures of him? People thought that of Tom Brady, too, and now look at him. He's not a patriot anymore. He's still fucking going. He looks the same, doesn't he? I don't know. I think he does. Okay. No. Fucking Keanu Reeves is a time traveler. There's a picture of like a fifty uh, from the 1500s of like a dude who was an actor. There's a painting looks just like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> He's a fucking time traveler. He's a- ageless. Yes. Love Keanu. Yeah, I just want to point out. Yeah. I, I, I do this all the time. 
I was ahead of this curve when like the Keanu Renaissance happened. Oh yeah, yeah. I was far ahead of that. I was like a year ahead of that, if not more. I'd say more because you were never really off the train. Always on Keanu. You were kind of annoying that sense. My boy. Yeah. Keanu's a great fucking actor. He is. Everybody hated Constantine, and I thought he was a good Constantine actor. To be honest with you, he apparently is gonna possibly play Constantine again. Oh yeah. Yeah, he really wants to. He's a big fan of the character. Nice. So he'd like to do it again. So I don't know if it was like a miniseries or something like that they're thinking mm-hmm. about, but I've heard he might, might possibly take up uh, Constantine again. Okay. Which, that's one of those things where technically it doesn't fit for the character as described like canon-wise because Constantine is blonde and British and modeled after David Bowie. Yeah. However, if Keanu is such a big fan of the character, I'm fine with him playing it. Like I'd rather... An actor who doesn't look like the character but is a big fan of the character and something that he loves play it than like a guy who doesn't give a fuck but kind of looks like him. Hmm. So, yeah, once uh, production starts back up in next year, he's going to be finishing the fourth Matrix movie in <clears throat> Germany. Yeah, and then as soon as that's done, then he's going to do John Wick Four and John Wick Five back to back. Excellent. And John Wick Four will be coming out hopefully Memorial Day in 2022. Right on. So not too long away, really. How long until the John Wick movies just become like rides at uh, Universal Studios? I hope soon. Like he just shows up every like six yeah. months. And you get to ride through while he just does a fight scene. Yeah. Like that's his movie. And he does that for a month. And then he goes off for a year and then comes back and does it again. I'm in. Uh, John, I would, I would John, buy a season pass. John Wick 12, The Wickening. <laughs> <laughs> Move to a little bit of TV news. Your buddies, the boys, oh, are already renewed for season three. I already knew about this. Let's be honest. Dude. Almost a month before <clears throat> season two even aired. Oh, I'm so ready for it, too. Have you watched the trailers for season two? Uh, the first one I did. I haven't seen the new one yet. Okay, the newest one's fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the boys. Oh, yeah. And then they're going to do an after show also, like I announced. Yeah, I, like I the... heard the season two is going to have the like the weekly uh, drops, and I'm mm-hmm. just going to drop the whole season at once, yeah. which yeah, irritates we, we get me. three at once the first week. Oh, okay. And then after that, it'll be one episode a week. Still irritates me. Yeah. I didn't like that. I mean, yeah, that you're going to fly through those three in like literally three hours. Three hours, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, technically less than three hours because it's only 45 minutes long. So. Yeah. Well, a couple of them hit 50. That is true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's one of those, that was my biggest complaint about The Mandalorian. I thought it was a great show and I loved every bit of it except for the fact that I had to wait once a week to watch it. Yeah. I pay money for these streaming services. I shouldn't have to fucking wait for my goddamn shows. I'm spending the money. How much more money I got to spend to get the whole goddamn thing? Yeah. I don't have time to watch shit every day. I'll pay extra money, drop the whole fucking thing for me so I can, like, you know, get home Friday early one day and watch the whole goddamn thing and be excited. <laughs> oh, Aisha Tyler's going to host it, huh? Yeah, yeah, she's going to do the after show. Love her. She's Lana and Archer. Oh, no shit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Ready for that. Fucking love that show. If you guys haven't watched The Boys yet, fucking just get Amazon Prime. I'm oh, telling you, it's worth it. Absolutely. Like, watch that. Pay for it. If you don't like the first season of The Boys, I will fucking pay for your Amazon Prime for three months. Wow. I guarantee you you're going to like it. That's how good that fucking show is. I'll edit that out. Save you some money. Who the fuck? <laughs> you're yeah. liars. Anybody who messes me saying, like, oh, you have to pay for it. I'm like, no, you're a fucking liar and you know it. <laughs> Admit it, you yeah. piece of shit. Come to your house, kick you right in the cunt. This next one's really weird. I want to see what you're going to think about this. Okay. We're both big fans of the TV <laughs> show Hannibal. True. Apparently, NBC, the parent company, 
originally wanted Hugh Grant or John Cusack as Dr. Lecter. Hmm. There was an interview with creator Brian Fuller, and he explained right. how Mads Mikkelsen eventually got the show. Isn't that crazy, though? Can you picture that? I can kind of see Hugh Grant as it. He's really? a fairly good actor. I think he could do it. John Cusack, I don't, I mean, as much as I love Cusack, and I mean, I'm a huge fan of, uh, uh, what's that movie where he goes to his high school reunion and he's an assassin? Yeah, Gross Point Blank. Gross Point Blank. Love that movie. I yeah. think John Cusack's a really good actor. I don't see him as Hannibal, but I could see Hugh Grant doing it. He does have, kind of have a, a bit of that charisma, charm, kind of thing you would want for a Hannibal. <laughs> and it would almost work well, because he's so off-putting, where he's like sort of nice. It would almost work well, at least for the first yeah, season, the, it would work the charm well. of it, yeah, I could see that. It would be more of a problem when you get later into the season seasons where he has to be a villain i don't mm. know if hugh grant could do that i think for the first season hugh grant could have done it okay <clears throat> he swayed but me a little bit there yeah nobody's gonna do it better than mads did though no. i mean mads mads Mikkelsen fucking butt fucked that role oh, so yeah. goddamn hard like i said i was nervous of anybody taking over from hopkins and like same he was just so perfect i didn't watch that show when it first came out emma told me to watch it and really? i watched it i was like fuck this is good like jesus <laughs> christ yeah because it was like it was back when it was still on netflix i think it's on amazon now yeah but it was back when it was still on netflix and I was even like, fuck, I never want to, like, I told her, I was like, I never even want to watch this. Like, yeah. fucking nobody's going to be better than her. And she's like, no, you need to fucking watch that shit. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, try it out. I'm like, all right, fine. And I watched, like, the, the whole first season in a day or something like that. I was <laughs> yeah. like, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, NBC wanted a, a big name to bring people in, just like they had done with James Bader in The Blacklist. Yeah. And as I always say, mm-hmm. that is what fucks up movies and shows, is yeah. fucking idiot, non-creative corporate dicks who don't know anything about storytelling or uh talent or making things good yeah. come in and go like well we were looking at the numbers and the polls show that we need a big name to do this and then like the actual creatives the people who are creating it are like no this guy's good for it we already talked to him we know for a fact he can do what we need him to do yeah he's just like I think we need a big name. We need to make sure that we can sell more Clorox fucking bleach wipes during the commercial breaks during this and that's why fucking TV is dying. Yeah. Because you're not letting creative people be fucking creative. You want to just corporate them the fuck out. Turn everything into cookie cutter bullshit. Who watched The Blacklist? Did anybody watch The Fucking Blacklist? I know I didn't. Nobody I know. Exactly. <laughs> you know you know who watched fucking Hannibal? Everybody that we know. Because it's a show fucking rules. Because yeah. it was made by creative people. And not a fucking bullshit hierarchy conference room full of idiot, giant, fat... <laughs> white corporate fuck faces who yeah. were like maybe we can get sort of like a john cusack type for this i think that would be good it's like well, what was the last movie you saw john cusack and he's like i don't watch movies <laughs> i'm too busy flying on jeffrey epstein's fucking plane while i rape 12 year olds because i'm a piece of shit <laughs> fuller shared that whenever nbc suggested a name he suggested they make an offer an offer he knew would be turned down <laughs> I'd say Mads Mikkelsen, and they'd say, no, how about Hugh Grant? And I'd say, great, make an offer. He's going to say no. Then they'd make an offer, and he'd say no. And I'd be like, what about Mads Mikkelsen? (laughs) And they'd be like, well, what about John Cusack? And I'd say, great, make an offer. He's going to say no. And they'd make an offer, and he'd say no. And I'd say, what about Mads Mikkelsen? fuck you look at this the second paragraph here i did not read this ahead of time it's exactly what i was just saying yeah the casting of mads mickelson according to fuller then made the marketing folks more or less tune out from the show <laughs> but that in turn gave the hannibal team way more creative freedom 
<laughs> they sort of gave up on it a little bit because we were casting a European guy as the face of a show that they wanted to be more accessible, he said. I felt that they were right for their reasons, but wrong for my reasons. I swear to God, I did not yeah, read ahead. I know. That's just fucking... God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. And so the gift of that, the gift of casting Mads Mikkelsen, is that their investment in the show became dramatically decreased. Fuller continued. And so that allowed us to do a lot of things that we wouldn't have been able to do if they were saying, no, this show needs to get 10 million people watching it every week. I swear to God, I did not read ahead. <laughs> I promise you. Because then we would have had to really be tied down to certain parameters of storytelling that were going to mesh with a mainstream audience. So Mads was the gift that allowed us to tell the story the way that we wanted to tell it. Because the network was like, well, it's not the person that we wanted, and we don't really see him in this role. And we were like, fine, just let us make the show. <laughs> I swear to Christ, I did not read aloud. I'm, not, like, I'm not lying. I did not read ahead. I was just rambling, but fuck me. I'm why am I not running a studio? I uh, know. <clears throat> I know why, because we wouldn't make any fucking money. We would make amazing movies and shows. <laughs> we sure make would. zero fucking money. Well, you know. My entire career would be Firefly. That would be my entire <laughs> career. I'd make this amazing show that would end way too early because we couldn't mm. make any money off of it, but everybody would be like, this is one of the fucking greatest things I've ever seen in my yeah. life. It'd be like fucking Shawshank, where like that movie made no money. <laughs> fucking got... By the way, did you know that Shawshank got no Oscars? Yeah. What the fuck? And you wonder why I don't give a fuck about the Oscars. Like, they don't know dick about talent. These corporate fucks. I mean, we've nominated... I would I, fucking if I took over Hollywood like Game of Thrones King Landing style, I would have every fucking producer's head on a goddamn spike. <laughs> Bullshit. Anytime you start talking about demographics and fucking, we were looking at the way that the marketing works. Anytime that starts happening, yeah. you can't make a good show anymore. You have now taken away creativity and good storytelling, and instead replaced empty fucking corporate bullshit. It would be like if I was like, hey. You want to go have a nice steak dinner? I do, yeah. Okay, well, guess what? We're going to go to fucking McDonald's. You can have a quarter pounder. How's that sound? That doesn't sound. Same fucking thing. That's what they're trying to do. They want to do corporate, empty, soulless, tasteless nothing that will appeal to the masses as opposed to being like, let's tell a fucking story that matters. Because we don't want to alienate one small fucking sect. Make sure it's just cookie cutter and everybody kind of likes it. It doesn't have to be, like, a taste given for one thing. Like, like uh, fucking, not everybody likes veal. Yeah. I like veal. I think it's delicious. You would. You're a monster. That's true. It's also delicious. But not everybody likes it. So, not everybody gets veal. But the people that get veal love when veal is done correctly. Same thing for storytelling. Where it's like, every story you make isn't going to appeal to fucking everybody. I'm going to move into some video game news now. <laughs> I don't know how to transition that better. This is a bit of a rant. I apologize. Yeah, that's all right. They've got a new updated ranking for the best PS4 games of all time. Best PS4 games or best PS4 originals? PS4 games. Just games on PS4. Okay, so just like exclusives then. Hmm. No, just anything. Oh, just anything. Just a game appearing on oh, PS4. Okay, right on. Yep. Yep. If you can buy it on the PS4, it counts. Oh, right on. So this is the uh, the newest. They updated it July 30th. So literally just a few weeks ago. Okay, right on. So we'll see if some of our favorites from the year have made it onto the list now. Hope so. I mean, from the video I'm looking at, there are quite a few of my favorites on there. Yeah, at least three. All right. I know we like lists here, so we'll just kind of go through it. Number twenty-five, Near Automata, Automata. Yeah, I haven't played this yet. I heard it's really good. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's much like about an it. action 
uh, JRPG sort of thing. I've okay. seen a lot of cosplays for it. Apparently, there's like two androids who have fat asses that wear like leotards, thong hmm. kind of style. So I mean, okay. I'm up for that. Sure. So yeah, 25 for sure. Okay. 24. It's one you've talked about quite a bit. Monster Hunter World. Yeah. yeah. I have not had a chance to play this yet. Okay. But I love the old Monster Hunters. So it sounds. I mean, it seems like it would be fun. I'm really waiting to like. I was waiting for it to get cheap, mm-hmm. but then like so many other games came out, and yeah. they just sort of fell through the cracks. On. And they did like a huge expansion too, and then yeah, you, gotta, like, yeah, you have to like buy the, both, and they like went back up in price like, again, like yeah. frozen waste or something like that. Something it was like, like that, expansion. yeah, yeah, something to do with ice, yeah. Uh, number twenty-three, Apex Legends. It's the one from the Titanfall yeah, people. Yeah, no, I I know that this is. Uh, I haven't played Apex Legends at all. I have played Titanfall 2, which is made by Respawn, the same people who made Apex Legends. Titanfall 2 is the best first-person shooter made out in this generation. This generation of consoles, Titanfall 2 is the best first-person shooter in terms of mechanics, uh, gameplay, storytelling, musical, all that shit. Nice. Fucking fantastic. I mean, I was... Maybe we'll see it on the list. So good. Oh my god, so good. I was almost like brought to tears at the end of that game. when I, I played the Single player campaign. Yeah. It's almost brought to tears at the end of it. It's fucking amazing. Another one is a series I've heard a lot about, but I have never played it. I think it is a PS exclusive. Yeah. But, uh, it's the Yakuza <clears throat> series. Yeah. Yakuza, Specifically Yakuza, Yakuza Zero. Zero. Yeah. I've never played any of them. I heard they're really good. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Okay. I've heard this one's a lot of fun. Apparently, you get to like do like karaoke and shit in it. Just do a bunch of like wild. It's <laughs> supposed to be like it's, it's almost from what I've heard. It's almost sort of a crazy, almost spoof of action games and stuff like that. Like they do a lot of funny, crazy shit with oh, okay. it. Okay. Kind of like how Saints Row <laughs> did for Grand Theft Auto. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Something kind of like that. I haven't had a chance to play it. I've heard it's good. Again, I'm waiting for it to get cheap and for me to have time to play it. There's <laughs> more games keep falling on my fucking lap. Yeah. So. 21 kind of surprised me a bit but it kind of makes sense you got oh tetris effect yeah yeah i know a lot of people love puzzle games so, and specifically tetris i mean i have tetris on my phone yeah it's, it's a fun game and this one's supposedly really cool it like melds to the music oh so, yeah is this one that's like the uh i think it was in vr was the big yeah, part yeah. Originally, but yeah okay mm-hmm. i haven't i mean i don't have the psvr so yeah but, but i mean I, I i always love tetris so yeah sounds neat number 20 it's dreams where you can have you seen anything about that i have played not actually no so it's like a like one of those rpg maker kind of type games but not yeah. like specifically for just rpgs it's like just game maker basically okay so it just gives you a bunch of tools and you get to make your own game so it sounds yeah. kind of neat apparently it's a lot of people are doing some really neat stuff with it do some fucking mushrooms yeah. and play that <laughs> number 19 yeah the final fantasy 7 remake did not beat it Ghost of Tsushima came out before I beat it, so... Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with that one. It's a great game. I love oh, yeah. it so much. And apparently... They, they did such a good job of they're like, have, transitioning it to a modern... Yeah, and they're going to have three of them? Is that what I was told? At least, I think yeah. that's what Alex was telling me. They're going to have at least three. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, makes a lot of sense to me. And had I known that, I wouldn't... I probably wouldn't have drug heels so hard on it. <laughs> but to me, I was like... Fuck, like, I'm never going to beat this. Like, I've been playing this for like 20 hours. I'm not even out of Midgard. Like, fuck. <laughs> they were like, oh no, like... It ends like here. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, yeah. well, I'm about done. <laughs> then I, I was playing it like classic Final Fantasy VII. I'm like, well, I got a fucking power level before I go anywhere. Yeah. Better run in a circle. <laughs> Number 18, one of your favorites. Overwatch. I have not played that a long time. Yeah. I haven't played it, fuck, I don't remember the last time I played it. I've missed almost all the new characters. Wow. 
I think Doomfist was the last time that I played. Like, I've been out for almost two years. Dang. But I love Overwatch. It's a great game. Still deserving of a top 25 list? I think so. Oh, for yeah. sure. It's one of the best team-based first-person shooter, like, objective-based, like, games ever. Yeah. So much fun. I know you talked before. You said it's very balanced. They do a good job of keeping everything fair. And Yeah. And especially, like, for me, where I'm a guy who plays a lot of support, where I'm playing all the healers and shit all the time. So, mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck, man. Everybody loved me. Yeah. I was the best. Everybody. Like, no, nobody gets it. They don't get it. Overwatch is a great game. I was really hoping for Overwatch, too, where they just want to keep just... Apparently, they just want to just keep trickling out new characters as opposed to putting a new one out there. Yeah. So. Next one you've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it was actually one on one of these lists before, so I might need to give it a shot sometime. I think I even talked about it like one of my favorite, whenever we did our favorite That might have been uh, what it was, yeah. Game list. Uh, it's Ratchet and Clank. Uh, this is a... It was sort of a... I think like a remake, more of like a reimagining. Yeah. Because it kind of like put the first and second one sort of together. Okay. Originally, Ratchet and Clank came out on the PS2. It's it was back when like in the classic sort of th- uh, third person shooter, cartoony action platformers, mm-hmm. which I mean, were just always some of the most fun games to play. I played the shit out of all of them. All the Ratchet and Clank games are fucking great. Nice. They were around the same time as like the the Jack and Daxter games and things like that. Okay. Uh, and I I bought this game. I was unaware it was even getting like a remake slash reimagining, whatever the hell you want to call it, kind of thing. I was unaware it was going to exist. And then like one day, uh, I think I had the day off on like a Monday, and I opened my PlayStation and just like went to the PlayStation Network to see if there, you know something was free or whatever was on sale or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this was on there for like thirty bucks. I didn't even know it existed. I was like done buying it. Like just <laughs> fucking bought it. I even thought it was just the original one, just remastered, and then it turned out it was like a whole different new game. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. You get like the, the action, third person shooting, the platforming, the writing's really funny. The creators are really creative, and they make like fun guns for you to play with and shit like that. And I mean, it's Ratchet and Clank. Some of the best. I mean, some of the best games you could ever play are the Ratchet and Clank series, especially nice. on the PS2, which I think is the best uh, game console ever exists. So. Okay. Cool. Next one is one that I definitely really like. What remains of Edith Finch. Mm. It's a really weird type of game, but man, it's. I don't think I've played this one. I think I've seen it on the like YouTube and stuff like that. Yeah. but I've never played it myself. It's really cool. It's like gives you kind of that feel of like a walking simulator, you know. But then it like it elevates it to more of an art form because what it is, you're <clears throat> you go back to your, like your family family's ancestral home, and your family is cursed. Like everybody dies <laughs> like at a young age and stuff yeah, like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. And like each room you go to, you re-experience that person's life up to the point of their death. And then each one like controls differently or has a different aspect of a video game. Like it reminds you of a different type of game, and it's just it's really really cool. Yeah. I remember you telling me about this. Yeah, it's a pretty quick game. You can beat it in probably two three hours, but I, it's I, really cool. I gotta beat Ghost of Tsushima first. Yeah, so. then I have to play Dead Cells. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but yeah, it is really fun. So I would recommend people check it out. Oh, yeah. Next one is Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, come on. What a great closing to such a fantastic series. It really was. I'm very glad I played through them all. I'm, I'm glad I did beat the other three before playing this one, too. It like, makes it so much more worth oh, it. Oh, yeah, it definitely did. You can definitely pick up Uncharted 4 and just play it, not you knowing could. the other three. Yeah. If you play the other three first, though, you get a real good sense of it. Yeah. Even though one was quite a slog <clears throat> to get through, there's oh, there's yeah. some bad mechanics. <laughs> oh, for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. But the story's awesome, and like, yeah, you, 
it just adds that much more layers to it whenever you're going through the whole series. I re- remember before they released uh, the like Nathan Drake collection for the PS4, because I never had a PS3. I didn't get to play any of the Uncharted games. Okay. I had seen all of them and known the entire stories because you could uh, there was YouTube videos where it was just like uncut, just the Uncharted story where somebody would take... Oh, just the cinematics? They would take all the cinematics plus the like smallest amount of gameplay they could to make the story flow. Okay. And they'd be like an hour and a half long each. And I watched all of them, and like they were just—it's so much fun. It's like it's the idea of <clears throat> again go, going back to you know people have always said like we should make an Indiana Jones game. They did. It's called Uncharted. It's one hundred percent taking from Indiana Jones. It feels like an adventure movie. Hmm. It's one of the most cinematic games you can play, and you feel like an action hero playing it. It's a lot of fun, and I mean, just full of character and just humor. Everything. It's it, you can tell the people who made that game got it you know yeah. what i mean like oh, they yeah. understood what, what people wanted to see so next up is metal gear solid 5 the phantom pain hell yeah one of my least favorite metal gear solid games but still good yeah number 13 is the remake of resident <laughs> evil 2 I like we just skipped over that before i could get into the plots of, Res- yeah. of uh, the metal gear solid games <laughs> yeah i mean it's almost 9 30 we gotta <laughs> emma's gonna here, come down here and thing. bash so you over Shadow the head moses is this island <laughs> okay and then the next one <laughs> Yeah, I heard Resident Evil 2 got a really cool <clears throat> remake, so I still haven't played it yet. But. I haven't played it either. But I do love the original game. And oh, so. Of course. I, I could see it being up there for sure. Number 12. Mm. There you go, buddy. Give you a little chance to talk about it. Ghost of Tsushima. Fucking fantastic game. Already? Would it be top 25 for you? Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah? I've been, I'm still fucking playing it. In like three weeks now, and I'm still playing it. That That is pretty something, yeah. It's amazing. And like they even have a Kurosawa mode. Is that so showing here with the black and white? Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's black and white, and it's uh, the audio is Japanese, and the subtitles are, are English. They do a full Kurosawa. Wow. It's fucking beautiful. And the game is so beautiful, like, visually. And they do so much things to make you just drawn into the environment. Like, they don't give you the waypoints on a map and shit like that to follow. It's you pick the waypoint of wherever you're trying to go, and you, like, scroll up on the little touchscreen. And the wind blows that way, and you just kind of ride that way. There's never, like, any kind of HUD. Everything's just sort of right wow. there. You're just looking at it. It's, it's one of those cinematic, beautiful games. And when you start getting good at the combat system and start leveling up, you feel like the most badass fucking Ronin samurai who's ever fucking existed. You're just cutting dudes in half. Wow. It feels badass. Great game. Number 11 is Red Dead Redemption 2. We've said many times before it's kind of a little bit too daunting for both of us like, yeah. i don't have the time for it yeah. i would love like i mean I, I dig it i always i, I obviously love westerns and things like that mm-hmm. that i was a big fan of the original red dead redemption but i need like i had to take like two weeks off of work <laughs> to <laughs> try to like, like get into it you know yeah. what i mean and, like now like all i care about is the online the, i don't know I, I like the game a lot i never actually heard of this uncharted lost <clears throat> legacy oh is this a separate game i thought it was just dlc I thought so too, but apparently, yeah, it's a different game. Hmm. You played through as a uh, Chloe and Nadine. I would definitely not put this above Uncharted Four. I wouldn't think so. That's a weird listing. I don't get to play this one to be honest yeah. with you. So seems neat. Might be worth checking out. I was like, Un- Un- Uncharted Four happened, and I was like, I'm good. I've seen all. I mean, I was just a big fan of Nathan Drake. Oh yeah, so that was, was all good. Perfect ending to that story yeah, too. That's all I needed. Yeah. 
Number nine is Control. I heard this is really good. I have to. And now they got the DLC that ties it into Alan Wake. Yeah, comes no, out this week. You, uh, yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, that that's coming out real soon. So it's like, apparently you can find like a thermos or something too about it. That's like from the same town that Alan Wake happens in. Mm, yeah, yeah, the Night Falls. And then uh, they said that their next game is going to take place in the same universe and have elements of Control and Alan Wake in it. Excellent. I so loved Alan Wake. It was I did too, game, man. So. It's so good. So yeah, I definitely want to check this out. Right on. I love the little uh, line here. On top of the excellent superpowered gunplay, Control features some truly inspired environmental design. Its oldest house is a shape-shifting labyrinth like something from a fever dream shared by Stanley Kubrick and David Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. That's some cool praise. Like, okay. yeah, I definitely need to check it out soon. I think they're going to do a, like an Ultimate Edition soon that comes with all the DLC. Oh, really? And then you get a free uh, like graphic upgrade to the next-gen console Ooh. for PS5 or Xbox nice. Series X. Right on. So, yeah, I think that comes out in like a month or so, so I'll probably be checking that out then. Uh, number eight is Marvel's Spider-Man. Ooh, love this game. Yeah, still some of the best just traversing. <laughs> I just feel like have. it's 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 been I haven't been able to beat it yet because every time I start playing it, yeah, I get like halfway through and then I just end up like swinging through the entire city and never yeah. doing any of the it's missions. It's just so fun. All. Yeah, it just feels so good. Yeah. That's actually I think that's my next goal is once I get done with Ghost of Tsushima, I want to beat this because yeah. I heard it's really good. Yeah, so. I need to go back to it also. I'm it's the same way. Such so. a fun game. Number seven. Horizon Zero yes. Dawn. I know it's great, one you've said I should need to play. fucking game. Okay. Amazing game. I definitely will check it out soon. Did you beat that one? No. Okay. It's another one I need to beat. Okay. Get on my back. I got a job. Yeah. <laughs> Number six is GTA 5 slash yeah. GTA Online. I don't count that. Grand, Grand Theft Auto 5 came on the last console. Like, yeah. It really did. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it definitely should be number six. That's yeah. fucking ridiculous. Number five, Persona Five Royal. Yeah, I uh, it's another. I've played any of the Persona RPG. games. Yeah. I played uh, the third one. I played the third one. Uh, it was like Shin Megami Tensei Persona yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. I remember playing that one and liking it a lot. I haven't played this one yet. I've heard it's good. Yeah, like super long. It's another one that. Yeah. Like seems huge, kind of intimidating. Like yeah. Huge RPG. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think a coworker of mine played it, and he like. 120 hours into it before he beat it or something like that. Jeez. It's like insane. Why have they got time, man? Yeah. Just stop recording for two months. <laughs> Make Emma sit in for me. Number there four. Yeah. It's The Witcher 3. Fuck yeah. A 60 plus hour main story. Easily. Full of great adventure, mystery, and intrigue that draws from the deep lore of the books. But it's Geralt's expertly crafted side stories, monster hunts, and offbeat adventures that really make The Witcher 3 and its two huge expansions truly exceptional. Oh, yeah. The expansions they give you could almost be other games in themselves. That's wild. It's so fucking good. What a great, I mean, just yeah. perfect. Yeah. All The Witcher games have been amazing. The yeah. Witcher 3 is just such a fucking like labyrinth of what video games should be. I still haven't dived in yet, but mm, so good. I need to at some point. Have you read all the books yet? No, I'm about halfway through now. Read all the books first. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of doing. So. <clears throat> you've you've watched the show. Mm-hmm. Read all the books and then, then play it. Okay. Most of them are pretty quick anyway. Yeah. Next up is Bloodborne. I uh, I mean I played this a little. Yeah. It's uh you know sort of in the like the Dark Souls category. Yeah. So I'm not great at yeah, it. It just seems like something that would frustrate yeah. me. No. I, yeah, like I don't like playing games that I'm bad at. Yeah. Because especially like the short times that I have to play games, I don't want to just sit there and be fucking angry and snap a controller in half all day. Exactly, yeah. 
So, I mean, from what from what I've played, I liked it a lot. It was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Looks like it had some really cool atmosphere. I've seen yeah, a couple the, videos. The atmosphere was cool. Like I liked all the character designs and things like that. Yeah, just kind of uh, like an occult kind of thing. Yeah, and I'm, but I'm just not that kind of guy who plays like the the Dark Souls and shit like that. Like I don't I don't need to prove that I'm a gamer. I'm yeah. more of a guy who has a job who likes to play video games when he has a fucking minute to himself. <laughs> Another fairly new game, Last of Us Part Two is I number two. I haven't played it yet. I haven't either. I've seen the reviews. I've heard some things about it. Uh, I was a huge fan of the first one. Yeah, I think the first one's one of the greatest games ever made. From what I heard and things like that. I'm waiting until it's like free, yeah. To play like I'll I'll play it eventually just just to see how the story goes. But from what I heard, because I read leaks and apparently those leaks were correct, and that upset me a little bit because they were yeah. really shitty. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh fuck, that is terrible. So um, yeah, I'm kind of sticking out of it for now. Okay. Until um, it's cheap or free. Probably <laughs> free is what I'm really aiming for. <laughs> yeah. So yes. Number one best game of the PS4, God of War. Mm. I definitely got to check this out sometime. It's, it's always up there on the top of the list for I everybody. I, I think I have the, the the hard copy of it. Oh yeah, yeah, I can bring it over. You want me to? Okay, yeah, mine. So good, buddy. Oh my god, is it good? Yeah. Holy fuck, is it good? That's another one that I just ha- I haven't beat because the mm. world is just so immersive and big and interesting that I fucking lose track of the main storyline. I don't care. Yeah, because I'm more I'm having more fun involved with the fucking just the atmosphere they put you in and the environment they put you in yeah and i know just to throw it out there again to the audience uh i was wary of starting it the last time whenever we were talking about it because i hadn't played really any of the game before and you said you really don't need to that this is a pretty good jumping on point for the series yeah pretty much i mean like it's best if you know at least a little bit of the story of the god of war okay but I don't think you really need it to enjoy the game. Okay. So maybe just read like a quick wiki or something about yeah, some of the Yeah, read a quick wiki games. or again, I mean, you find the YouTube videos, you can watch the first three. Yeah. And in fact, I think I own the, I own God of War 3 for PS4 if you want to play that one. Okay. Did you play the other two? No. They're so good. Yeah. I, lo- I loved all the God of War games. But God of War, like for the PS4, is so different from the other ones. Hmm. They really changed like the... Uh, the gameplay style and things like that and the way that the world works mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's like way more open-ended and stuff like that. Like yeah. far more open world. Nice. And it's a whole different pantheon also. Yes. They went from Greek to Norse yeah. gods. So. Yeah, they got rid of the Greek and they went to the Norse. So like I, I obviously was super excited about that because yeah. then I'm like, fuck, I know all these oh, guys. Yeah. That's what's up. That's why you're so ready for Valhalla. Fucking <laughs> Oh my God, I can't wait. Grow, I'm growing my beard back out for it. Yeah. It's, it's taking me a while. It is. Honestly, it's not. It's a pretty full beard. It's just I mean, for I, you, it is. Yeah, yeah, I'm just so used to like it fucking being down to like my mid chest that I'm mm. like, oh, I don't even have a beard. I got like five o'clock shadow right now. <laughs> but yeah, God of War. Um, I would say yeah, like read read the wiki, maybe check out some YouTube videos to learn the at least some of the story because the story is really interesting for God of War. I at least I always thought so. Yeah. But the PS4 one is so good i mean it's so leagues above everything else nice and i mean the the combat is visceral and rewarding i mean it, it's so open for exploration the the whole environment they put you in like you're just you're pretty much free to roam and check everything out you can go to the main story whenever you feel like going to the main story which is part of the reason i never fucking beat it <laughs> I just get lost in the world i'm just yeah. enjoying that so much and then i end up power leveling too much and then the game gets boring to me because I'm like, oh, I can fucking just beat everything at this point. It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> <clears throat> but it's, yeah, it's an amazing game. Graphics are amazing. Voice acting is fucking stellar. Uh, music is probably up there with Witcher 3 
for like legit soundtrack. Wow. Fucking amazing soundtrack. And just, I mean, controls, everything's just tight, nice. strong, great. That's so awesome. I can, uh, yeah, I can bring that over for you. That'll actually keep me from playing it again. Okay. I can do some of the other ones that I need to beat first. So, <laughs> yeah, the next time I'm over here, I'll try to bring that over for you. Because right. I'm pretty sure I have the, uh, the hard copy for it. Okay, cool. Rocksteady, of course, announced their new game. Oh, yeah, the Suicide Squad game. Mm-hmm. I uh, I don't know how I feel about that ship. I'm not either. Like, I know you could play other characters in the Arkham games besides Batman, but I don't really remember how they were really controlled. I only played Catwoman just a little bit in I mean, City. they all pretty much handled fairly similar Did to they? Batman. Okay. I did enjoy in Arkham Knight, you could play some of the extra DLCs mm-hmm. as the Red Hood, and that was kind of fun. Okay. So, I mean, they all had... They handled somewhat similar, like they used the same fighting uh, system that Rocksteady used for everything, which is, I mean, a great system for control-wise. Yeah. But they all have their own uh, animations and things like that, so they did put character into all of them. They had their own powers and things. So for Suicide Squad, I mean, I don't... Yeah. I'd rather have another Batman game, mm-hmm. but we'll yeah. see. Well, apparently, get some more information uh, next Sunday. Or next Saturday, sorry, August 22nd. So. And then apparently with the whole, that new Marvel uh, Avengers game coming out, is going to kind of like try to put some money right here on Rocksteady, try mm-hmm. to take their throne. Yeah. The Arkham games have been the best superhero games ever. Yeah. And now this new Avengers game wants to take the, uh, let's take the throne from the king. We'll see if it happens. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to play both, so yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Not one of those guys. I like, yeah. if it's something I like, I play it. Exactly. And for the last bit of news, I didn't know if you saw or not, but you're going to be spending a lot of money soon. No oh, shit. Your boy, uh, Todd McFarlane, Excellent. McFarlane Toys, has acquired the rights to Witcher action figures. Yes! I'm ready. The company had nothing specifically to reveal in terms of designs or prototypes yet, but it was revealed that the first run of figures will be based specifically on characters that were featured in The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Oh, oh they, they didn't go with the show. That's surprising. Mm-hmm. And they're optimistically expected to release in the fall of this year. Have to add another... Uh action figure over here on my side mm-hmm. of the table I think they speculate that Geralt is a given but they're looking forward to seeing figures for Yennefer Siri and hopefully the wooden tub playset yes that would be fantastic <laughs> want to get me a fucking I mean yeah I'll, I'll probably have to put a Ga- uh, Geralt one over here yeah on my side of the table I think that'd be fun <laughs> we get a dandelion one for you oh. put it on your side we get times yes yeah <laughs> it was a pretty good show yeah you got anything else you want to bring up I think I'm good. Guys, I hope you had a good time. I know I did. I did too. Hope you did as well, buddy. I did. Uh, Other than that, I think we're about done here. So let's uh, do our typical things here. As always, make sure to follow the show on Twitter. That's at the A to Z show. That is right. And uh, follow either of us or both of us if you're nice. Follow Andrew at big guy acv that's me or you can follow me at melch knows best m-e-l-c-h knows best it's knows with a k that's on twitter uh you can also uh, make sure to send questions comments concerns diatribes pickup lines jokes knock knock jokes pickup lines dad jokes dad jokes any kind of jokes anything i will if you send something to my personal twitter and tell me to read on the podcast i will i don't care what it is i will fucking read it also, we have an email as well. If you want to send like a longer formed question, you can get a hold of us on the more professional realm with a2zshow.ask at gmail.com. 
try to keep your head up out there. Uh, we're we're going to get through this quarantine, and afterwards I'm going to give everybody a big sloppy kiss. Uh, we, we love you guys. Keep it straight, and we will see you next time. Later.